When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you I had to fail This is the final word daily, day two of the Sri Lanka-Australia test match at Gaul for advanced hair, the world leaders in hair restoration Yeah, yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Here we are, we have had some test cricket on the second day Firstly, I'm going to ask Adam Collins to tell you, I'm Jeff Lemon, he's Adam Collins, he's going to tell you about it in 30 seconds or less. A seemingly world-ending storm wiped out the first session. We didn't think we'd get on. They got on remarkably. These extraordinary covers you see behind us and these remarkable ground staff made it possible. When they did, Usman Khawaja went beyond 50, made 71. Mm-hmm. He lost Travis Head straight away, joined for an excellent partnership of 57 with Cameron Green to get things steadied down. But once Khawaja fell, it was Carey's turn, a runner ball 45, sweeping all the way. Green out for 77. Pat Cummins Max, three sixes to end the day with Australia. 101 ahead at 313 for eight. Good. Yeah, yeah. All right, that felt like 30. Missed a bit, but you know. Maybe. I mean, it's hard. To, even in a shortened day, it's hard not to miss a bit. We started the day uh, nearly getting blown off the roof where we were trying to do commentary in our rooftop position um, under a marquee that just about, I could imagine it trailing away and you holding onto a rope like reverse Mary Poppins style just being carried over the Indian Ocean and dropped off somewhere, you know, by a container ship by the coast. Uh that storm that blew in was insane. It tore down structures, it knocked over the cameras on the gantries, it smashed windows, uh, it deluged the ground in rain. And yet, these these people's heroes, these champions, these I can I can imagine, you know, the big group of them sort of getting into some choreographed like, you know, something out of a musical where they all start dancing and singing at the same time. They keep the ground completely dry with these covers and they got play going. After a few hours, we gone on, we got two sessions. Occasionally, the Sri Lankan cover routine can cop a bit of grief. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can become a big target, right? Oh, what's going on? Why do they cover the whole ground for? What's up with the, with the car tyres mm-hmm. and all the rest of it? Mm-hmm. We've got a car tyre holding up our battery tonight. They do good work. They're versatile. That's it. And these covers yep. enabled them to go from ground underwater, but not just underwater. I mean, it was a, it was awful. It was a, I described it on radio as an eight-goal breeze down in Warrnambool. Like, it was intense. Yeah. And yet, I mean, they were doing a pitch report within 20 minutes of the rain stopping or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and they got on with about an hour and a half of that you would not get that anywhere else in the world apart from Sri Lanka so yeah credit where it's due otherwise any other place and that's being wiped out and as Fidel Fernando pointed out to us that's just kind of par for the course when you're playing on a tropical island mm-hmm. heading into the wet season I didn't know an awful lot about the scheduling side of this the yes. best time to play cricket in Sri Lanka is November, December, January mm-hmm. they don't get the chance to do it too often they, they sometimes do but not as much as they would like because countries like Australia, South Africa, New Zealand, India hoard all of that space for ourselves Mm. and it leaves Sri Lanka needing to use this window that's nowhere near as preferable. So, you know, there's context to why people complain about, oh, why do they play cricket then? Well, it's not Sri Lanka's fault. It's the absence of other times in the year where they can get on the the park without teams being committed to to other sort of, I guess, more historically... Mm. Um, significant series, you know, like like an Ashes or a South Africa, Australia or an India series or whatever. 
Yeah, and also the um, the angst about pitches that enable the fast progression of a match. Maybe you need a pitch that enables the fast progression of a match when you might get three and a half days of play out of the five allocated yeah. because of the uh, all of the rain coming down. So the fast progression of the match continued pretty quickly when we started off this morning. Travis Head, the leading edge, back to Dun and Jay to Silver. Maxi, Maxi, Maxi next That's week. Maxi, Maxi, Maxi. Maxi wouldn't hit a return catch, would he? We know. <laughs> Absolutely scientific fact. No, yeah, yeah, you can't prove the counterfactual, but who knows? It would have been interesting to see what he'd done. Um, he might have played a bit like Alex Carey played because he will we'll come to him a little bit later. But I suppose we have to start with the Cameron Green show. Maybe this is the Cameron Green show because he's just getting better and better. Yeah. Right? 550s, right? The first couple were, yeah, look, they were, they were declaration batting, call it what it is. Like, yeah, you still have to be good enough to hit runs against top-class bowlers. But pressure relatively off, you know, made the 84 against mm-hmm. India, made the 74 in Sydney. Uh, he makes a 74 in Hobart when they did need someone to make runs, yep. but that was still the fifth test of a series Australia dominated, and okay. it wasn't... Look, I mean, they could have lost that test match and they wouldn't have lost that much sleep over it, put it that way, in, in that Ashes series. The one he makes in Lahore, that's more important than the one he made today, I think, because that's the third test of that series where Australia have hung in at nil all and they need to win that one to win the series, and they do, and a lot of it's down to Cameron Green. You know, they're four for under 200 when he came to the wicket and, and made that uh, half century there. But the one today was... That's up there with the Lahore one in terms of degree of difficulty, the skill that he showed. It, he looked, it was his most at-ease innings that I've seen yeah. him play, and it was vital in the match situation because they were still a long way behind when he came in. Yeah, I think there's a few bits to this. One is that they're 100 for four when he walks out to the middle. They're not away at all. I mean, it, with the benefit of hindsight, it looks like, well, Sri Lanka bowled poorly and they took advantage of it. When they get head from the seventh ball of the day, one more wicket there and it's game on. Thanks. <laughs> Don't do this. It's, it's game on for Sri Lanka. They're not even halfway out of the 212. Um, but he, I reckon he scored from six of his first nine deliveries uh, from balls that were... Um, he was dancing down to. Mm-hmm. He trusted his plan. And we came back to this a little bit on commentary. They had contrasting plans. Mm-hmm. Kerry was sweeping at everything mm-hmm. and Green was dancing at everything, but not in an extravagant way, in a Pajara-esque way. He was getting down to the pitch of the ball or near enough to it yep. and placing it to the sweepers. Yep. And Sri Lanka made a big tactical misstep by setting out four sweepers almost immediately for Green, like they'd got suckered into watching him play mm-hmm. at Sydney against India a couple of years ago, you know, making declaration yeah, runs yeah, or against yeah. England this year and thought, oh, that's the way he plays. Missing all the bits in the middle where he's a slow starter. He's mm. a nervous starter. He's often been sort of five off 30 or thereabouts. Today, he was 20 off 30 or mm-hmm. maybe even 20 off 25. He was completely at ease. By that stage, he put on 57 with yep. Kawaja. They got through the toughest part of the day. When the ball was going through the surface, mm-hmm. it's slow spin here. It's a bit different to when I was critical of the Chennai surface last year, which was just like lightning fast, you know, ball breaking stuff. This is ragging, but in a way that if you are willing to back your game and get to the pitch, you've got yeah. time, you've got space to work with. And you've still got to be a gutsy player to do it. And you've got to be a capable player. And ideally, you've got to be a tall player. He combines all three of those mm-hmm. attributes. And yeah, frustrating to fall 23 short of a maiden test ton. But I agree with you. I think this is significant to do it in these conditions. The first time he's played on a raging turner for Australia mm-hmm. and to come out the other side as the leading player in the test match so far. Yeah, I mean, the only raging turner that he's encountered is the one who plays for the Perth Scorchers. <laughs> um, up until 
until this point in time. Uh, Cameron Grip, but it wasn't just... So, look, he's coming down the wicket to drive to long on and long off. He's also really quick going back. So he messes with the length. Is it the Bishan Beatty thing? Line is yep. optional, length Next is mandatory. Season, yeah. He messed with the Sri Lankan spinner's length because he's so tall, because he could reach forward, come down the wicket and just play down the ground. And he's not trying to smack it. He's just getting one. And then he'll go right back and then he'll punch through the offside or he'll tuck it away to the leg side. And the only area where he looked vulnerable was the sweep shot. And he played about six sweep shots early that all looked bad, like variations of misses or edges into the ground or hitting, being hit on the body or whatever. Then he got one away and nailed it and he felt good after that. Up his and, 50 with it, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he played a few that were out of the middle, but I still thought that's the shot that doesn't look convincing and that's the one he got out to eventually. Because he's so tall, he can't get down to it. You know, like ideally you want to be sweeping just after the ball's pitched so it doesn't have time to do anything. And he played over the top of one in the end and, and he's LBW for 77. Um, leave the sweeping to Alex Carey because that ball he could have just driven down the ground. You know, it, was, sure. it would have been yeah. basically a half volley if he just played it straight. Um, Carey, on the other hand, sweep freak. Sweep lunatic, like broom fiend, can't put it away, can't, like, his house must just be immaculate, he's just sweeping all night long. Um, extraordinary, like, how he comes out, like, what, reverse second reverse, ball? I think it was reverse first ball, conventional second ball, reverse fourth ball, yep. first five balls he swept at, 11 of the first 13 mm-hmm. balls he swept at. Mm-hmm. Much as it was with Narush and Dickwelly yesterday, both yep. wicket keepers, both batting at seven, yep. both applying the same plan. Mm-hmm. And with Carey, much as it was with Green having sort of a blueprint to play against spin, mm-hmm. Carey clearly trusts his sweep shot. And why wouldn't you when he plays it as efficiently as that? Right. Um, and that's that's his option. That's his method. And he was doing it perfectly. And then, you know, I see that Fernando comes on, the, the fast bowler who actually gets a bowl of second over in the innings, which yeah. we weren't expecting. A couple of good overs in there too. Uh, yeah, but starts off immediately bowling across the left-hander who just crashes in through the covers a few times for four. And it was like, did you not watch the 2019 World Cup? Yeah. He's pretty good at... Like facing pace bowling that goes across him and hitting that through cover—that's his strength as well. But and you know we've we've we'll circle back to Usman Khawaja in a second, who was there before all of this was happening. But what really stood out in the Green Kerry partnership was Sri Lanka just lost it. Like yeah. Demuth Karunaratna lost it. He had five out on the fence at times. There were gaps everywhere, and the Sri Lankan spinners weren't hitting a length. They were just picked off for singles so easily. Yeah. So and it wasn't like one or two in and over to let the strike change over. It was sometimes four or five in and over. Uh, there was no need to take risks. There was no need to smash boundaries. The Australians were just ticking it around. Green hit four boundaries in his first fifty. Yeah, I mean, I think and he was, was going at a good strike rate. I reckon there was forty-four plus. overs today, or something like yep. that. And they, they went at about five and over. It genuinely yep. felt like I was watching the middle overs of a one-day international. Yep. On commentary, you don't have time to have a conversation because it's two spinners mm. and they're taking five singles and over. I mean, brilliant batting. Poor tactical work yeah. from the Sri Lankans. Yep. Are letting it get to that stage. And Embled where's Denia. Chris Silverwood, by the way? Where's Where's the bloke who just got punted as England coach because he was no good and he wound up in a job here? What's he doing? Sitting up in the dressing room, going, "Oh, looks fine to me. Four and a half and over that the Australians well, are going at. Yeah. No worries at all." Is he just like? I, I wouldn't put is he just watching on... Brendan McCullum and crying. Like, what's he What's he doing? <laughs> no, I, I think this lays at the foot, foot of the captain. The, the coach, you know, as Andrew McDonald says, the coach provides them information. The captain has to implement it or not. Sure. And it felt to me like, as you say, Karina Ratner had fielders out. They were probably saved a little bit by some brilliant fielding from Dennis Chandimal, the, the catch off Alex Carey running back with the flight mm-hmm. in the swirling breeze. It's died down a bit now. It's still quite strong, but it's died down. 
in the middle of the um, playing hours today, the bales were taken off. They were kept getting knocked off by the wind. That hung in the air for a long time. It was the first time they yeah. kind well, of it kept going them away up. from him. That yeah. was that was the thing is that he's tracking it, and you think, okay, that looks comfortable. No, it's still going. It's still going. It's still going. And he had to keep re-aligning himself to the ball about five or six times as it went back. Yeah, so that, that was when Carey was on 45 and a really sharp chance at short leg by Nasanka when Kawaja was 71. They're lucky they took those catches. They'd be mm. in an even worse position if one of those gets away. Getting Carey for 45, they probably would have taken that the way he was going. Mm. He was on track to you know, bring up, he was on track to bring up a runnable half century mm-hmm. in conditions which are not necessarily conducive to that. But on the other side of it, maybe there has been an acknowledgement that playing defensively regardless of how good you are at it, you're on a hiding to nothing. Mm-hmm. You need to play aggressively, assertively, and trust your... Whatever whatever plan you're going to mm. implement, be it down the track like green or deeper in the crease or sweeping mm-hmm. like Kerry, mm-hmm. you need to back it in all the way. And trying to hang out for over after over, hour after hour is not going to be sustainable. Minute after minute, minute hour after hour. hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. In the kitchen. Yeah, and and, so, and then Mitchell Stark played a weird sort of non-Mitchell Stark innings where he made, what, he was 10 off 30-odd Well, balls. he did that, you see. Because he was I, helping out to support Green. Maybe he was trying to help Green get to 100, but I thought that Stark, you know, he would have been well-suited to doing what he did at Puna in 2017, which in the end, that's what Pat Cummins has done. Tee off. Uh, <laughs> but not recklessly, as, not recklessly. as Warnie once tweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Cummins was playing defensively until he made his mind up what balls were going. That's pretty much what Catherine Front said the other day, wasn't it? She did the cap presentation for Izzy Wong, you know, and she was like, bowl like your life depends on it, but don't stress too much. You know, she, she, was, <laughs> she said these things will be contradictory, and I think one of them was, you know... Um, go after it but not recklessly yeah and Cummins <laughs> did, did tee off but not recklessly 26 and out gets the lead beyond 100 uh, by the close uh, we may as well soon enough shuffle into the Hall of Fame well, let's, we let's, let's Usman Khawaja a bit let's Usman Khawaja and then we'll come back to the Hall of Fame because okay. the 71 that he made was important he played the reverse sweep not as much as Alex Carey but he did play it um, from time to time just to keep them guessing and they did have to keep a couple of players there yep. for that because they knew that and that created gaps elsewhere and he was also you know, like Green he was mostly going back you know, getting back on his stumps all the way back so that he could force run square of the wicket um, and play the ball off the surface. And uh, both of them were watching it off the surface and then playing it, you know, reading the turn off the surface um, and, and, and able to, to sort of earn those short balls by the times that they went forward and played well going forward, then they got the spinners to bowl a bit shorter. Yeah, it's a point that Jeremy Coney makes about Kawaja and others is that you, you earn the right to get poor deliveries mm. based on how well you use the crease and how well you use yeah, your feet. Yeah, yeah. And that was the case with Kawaja. I like the way that he adjusted. I think the first three overs of the day were when the game was at its toughest mm-hmm. for Australia. That's when he kept getting beaten. Then he yep. kind of made a strategic decision. I'm going to, I'm going to play back akin to what he did in Pakistan, yep. hour after hour. Back mm-hmm. on his stumps, keeping mm-hmm. balls off middle stump, albeit nowhere near as challenging with the spin conditions as these are, but very good bowlers mm-hmm. too. And, and also the fact that, you know, the last time he came here, he had an absolute horror of a tour. Well, he got dropped from how he performed here at Gaul yeah. six years ago. Well, he got out twice in a day twice here Twice in a day Gaul. to uh, uh, Duruam Pereira. So putting that after putting that out um, of his mind, you know, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but it might have still been there. Yeah, I think uh, that's right. But playing back and uh, watching the ball late, playing it late, playing it with soft hands, all of these bits and bobs that... I think what we're landing on today is is that if you're going to succeed at this ground, you need to have a really strong idea of what your game is. You can't be scattergun. If you're mm. scattergun, like say Dan and Jade, the silver was yesterday, that, that is where you get yourself in trouble. You can't be in between. You've got to commit mm. fully to whatever it is. Commit to the process. Right. Uh, and I think that's why Kawaja succeeded today. And credit to Vandersay. First wicket in test cricket was of Kawaja. Mm-hmm. Nice drift. 
bit of overspin, mm -hmm. found the shoulder of the bat against Leapt the flow of him. play. I think they scored 60 runs in the previous mm -hmm. 10 overs before that. Green and uh, uh, Green and Kwaja were milking the okay. field at that stage. So, yeah, credit to Van der Sey, straight into the attack and gets a wicket and one of two. But, yes, he did take some tap later on, which we'll come to. Yeah, let's, 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 let's Hall of Fame. Let's. Uh, final word, Hall of Fame. This is the most final word moment of the day. You know, our nominations, uh, which one of mine would be Jeffrey Van Der Sey en masse, in toto, Van Der Sey Industries, if you will. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Van Der Sey, that beautiful piece of bowling. He bowls seven overs, one for 43. So he's getting some tonk at the same time. Gets dragged, doesn't come back for a long time. Eventually comes back and gets to bowl a bit more. Then he gets Mitchell Stark with the court and bowled. Really good piece of fielding, you know, way to his left in the follow through. Not like the extravagant, huge full dive, but still very sharp, low chance. Very good bit of fielding. And then what Cummins punts him for, were all three of the sixes I found to say? They all they were, yeah. So, so the first one he went, this is what I want to throw in there, so I'll, I'll dovetail into this. So the first one straight back over his head, it looked like he was trying to put it into the clock tower. Yep. The second one, he mowed it over mid-wicket, didn't get all of it, yep. and he thumped the bat hard on the turf before the last ball, what became the last ball mm -hmm. of the day when mm -hmm. bad luck intervened. Yep. He thumped it so far that it bounced on the road over there yep. and into the fort. It went so high. In the, in the commentary box, I couldn't see it. Like It went up high enough that yeah. it disappears into the building, and you're sort of doing these ones, trying to get yeah. underneath the, the sill of the window to see where it's gone. The commentary box, which is now the president's box, which you've inherited since getting kicked off the roof after yeah. what happened this morning, I should say. But yeah, they, they, it went so far that between overs, the television uh -huh. cameras were trying to track who was chasing the ball down. I reckon that might have contributed to mm -hmm. why they had to wait mm -hmm. so long. Thus, the light meter comes out and yep. that's the end of play. But yep. yes, that's my advanced hair, yeah, yeah, Hall of Fame nomination okay. of today. The Hall of Fame uh, is always for advanced hair studios, advanced yep. hair studios, dot, advanced hair studio, not plural, advanced no, hair studio, one studio. Dot com forward mm -hmm. slash final word, 15% discount. Um, get your locks done yeah. why wouldn't you uh, and, and you can see our wonderful page on their website yep my last nomination for the day it's, it's sort of it's it's on mass it's the incredible storm it's it's the everything getting ripped off the roof by the wind and then i might just see if i can work this around to show you if you're watching on the video this this stand <laughs> here we go this cool. there we go yeah everything's falling apart this 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 was the luxury uh accommodation stand this was one you know complimentary enclosure yeah the one with the nice roof and the shade structures and i'm sure there were waiters with gloves bringing you drinks and all that kind of stuff um got ripped apart by the wind it's completely gone completely gone now and um and then we got put into the president's box so we have overtaken there are a lot of people in sri lanka trying to get rid of the president just quietly <laughs> we have led a people's revolution and we have taken occupation of the president's box and we will not be leaving until the end of the second test in hindsight we've got better lighting from this side than we did for most of the video so we're sorry for that. We might stand here tomorrow as well. Uh, last but not least in terms of final word, Hall of Fame nominations for Advanced Hair, Narushan Digwella is not a reliable narrator when it comes to reviews. No. Proven yet again when Green came forward and played a forward defensive and he was wailing for Pad Bat and hit the bat right in the middle like that Joss Butler review a couple of years ago. So um, Narushan always keeping us on our toes like any yeah. good artist will. Oh, and the last Jeffrey Van Der Say bit, the thing where uh, Nathan Lyon comes out to bat and he looks at Jeffrey Van Der Say and says, oh, yeah. 32? You're 32. How are you 32? Two years old. <laughs> yeah. He's a kind of baby-faced little leg spinner. Compared to Nathan, it looked like he was yeah. 32 when he was 22. But particularly in cricket where there are some blokes kicking around who look about 46 when they're supposedly 17, um, this is definitely going the other way. So he, he uses a good moisturiser, Jeffrey Van Der Say. Click the link for Advanced Hair on the top of the YouTube page if you're there or in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast feed. 15% off. That's it. 
final word, daily, done for day two. Uh-huh. A blustery, boisterous day at the cricket. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon, can't wait to do it all again tomorrow. Night-night. See you then. So you know what I meant. I had to go about.